Hey drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard and all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over-the-road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Hey drivers, have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call JJ Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them Talk CDL sent you. Thank you. Go ahead, do a mic check with me. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hello? Hi. the Three Stooges, they'd go, hello. 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 Yeah, they all do. Yeah, I yeah, know. Like, My brothers were, were the Four Stooges. I wonder, you know, they, they complain about the generations today. Mm -hmm. You know, of all things to be lost from, like, our generation is the Three Stooges. The if, comedy. Yeah. yeah, if you guys are, like, a young crowd out there and you have not seen... Um, Larry, Moe, and Curly, and... Don't forget Shemp. And Shemp. <laughs> um, and, and don't forget Joe. Remember That's Joe? Right. There was a short time. I never Joe. cared for Joe. I was not a Joe stooge lover. But anyways, w what I'm saying is for you young guys and gals out there, look up the Three Stooges on YouTube and watch some of their antics. It was quite refreshing to watch. That and Bugs Bunny. If, if you guys haven't seen Bugs Bunny, it blows away SpongeBob and all his oh other my gosh. goofy clown characters they have today. Bugs and friends. Unbelievable. Hey, Ruthann, so uh, before we get started, I wanted to uh, mention you. we've been discussing the fact, or not the fact, but the thought of having someone join the show. Yes. Almost like on a permanent basis, but maybe once a week. They would call in or we would call them and they would kind of give us like an eyes on the road report, you know, of stuff they personally seen right. or heard of going on in the trucking industry just for maybe a five to 10 minute segment. We'd like to add in to the podcast. So uh, we, we know we have a few listeners that listen to the show mm -hmm. that write to us and uh, quite, quite frankly, a lot of them, you know, write you know a lot you know suggestions some of them send us suggestions and you know encouragement and all their good stuff so uh with that being said if somebody out there would like to uh be uh join the talk cdl crew and call in once a week it, and that that's the one of the stipulations we never know exactly what they were recording 
Right. We, we, it, it, it's sporadic. It, it varies depending on our schedule. So we would try to give them a little heads up. Mm-hmm. You know, usually that morning we might say, okay, most likely tonight or tomorrow night we're, uh, it looks like we're scheduling mm-hmm. a, a recording. And uh, if you can make it, that would be great. We, you don't, you know, if, if you can't, you can't. But we would really think that would be an awesome uh, uh, new addition to the show would be one of the drivers themselves. Right. I mean, we want what we want is for you to tell us what you saw out on the road that week. You know, anything interesting, whether it be. We, we don't want something boring. I no. seen the Statue of Liberty. No, we don't want that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I said interesting. <laughs> I mean, not that the statue is not uninteresting but you know yeah but you know what it's not what we're looking for no we want to know some you know certain things and maybe sometimes drivers get a heads up that you know hey i know this area is going to be closed down drivers watch out for it because see we don't always get that but if you're in a specific area and you've seen the signs you might want to give that heads up to drivers so they could stay away from that specific area because you know there's going to be construction or something yeah just something interesting like Mm -hmm. when when you call in you could say hey this is this is widowmaker uh reporting in from utah just seen a uh Two lot lizards fighting over a swift driver, and uh, it's kind of interesting. I haven't got a picture of it, so I'm going to send that in, and you guys can use that as the cover page. You know, I, I'm actually laughing at Widowmaker from Utah. Where they have like 20 wives. <laughs> Just saying. Pardon the pun. Right. So, but anyways, if you're interested, please write. To, um, you know what, write to Troy at TalkCDL.com. Everybody that advertises and stuff usually writes to Ruth Ann. Just go ahead and write to Troy at TalkCDL.com. And, you know, let, let me know that you are interested in it and we'll give you as a call. And, and, you know, one of the, I'll be honest with you, you know, we're not looking for anybody that's boring, but at the same time, we're not looking for anybody that's trying to be anything just we just want you to be yourself and uh make it all natural you'll have a great time on the show i i, I think it would be pretty cool Ruth Ann. so i think so i think the drivers would really appreciate being involved a little bit yeah well they already are a lot involved so but anyways let's let's move on i was i was looking at i don't know why i was looking it up but i was i was i've been talking to drivers a lot lately about this what i believe is going to be and, and again i could be wrong and uh, but Freightliner and Kenworth, the I looked up the uh, Cascadia started in 2007, so that's 13 years old. And normally, and I think the the uh, T680 started roughly around the same era. In fact, the T680 was still going, I believe, when the T700 was around. And the T700 really was not a great uh, rig, and I think that's why I think the T700 only lasted like four years or something like that. It had a it wasn't didn't have the greatest reputation. The T six eighty has been around for quite a while, and my guess is there's going to be a change in models. Hmm. Um, I, that, that's my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I could be again I could be wrong, but what I'm thinking is you know the you know how like they all discontinue models and then they come out with something new, some more aerodyne, something more unique, just to boost sales. Now, I will tell you, I believe the T680 and the Cascadia are the number one selling 
vehicles out there, you know, for fleets, they're probably sell more than anybody. International, Volvo, Peterbilt, all of them, of course. Peterbilt being the one that's a little more expensive and sought after. Did you know Peterbilt and Kenworth are, are sister companies? No. Yeah, they're both owned by Packard. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's true. Um, but anyway, so, but after I looked up, I looked up the history of Kenworth, right? And it was kind of an interesting find if you go to the Kenworth history page. Do you know when they were founded, Kenworth? What year do you think? If you had to guess. Um, 1948. No. 1923, which means... I'm off 25 years. <laughs> yeah, it, which also means in less than three years, they're going to have their 100th anniversary. Pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So they'll, I'm sure they'll start pumping that up um, here in about a year and a half, coming up on the Kenworth 100th anniversary. So I started reading a little bit about um, the KW on... Actually, you can go to Wikipedia. You can go to a lot of places and... You know, look this stuff up. First off, they're actually their headquarters is in in the state of Washington. I didn't know that. Did you? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Kirkland, Washington. Um, parent company's Packard. Uh, now, a little bit of a little bit of interesting things that I, I I was actually kind of amazed at was they have a model uh, that everybody loves, which is the W nine hundred. That's the most sought after model. And and I think I'm I'm trying to find it here. Um, there's a lot to to look up, but I think actually the W900 has been around like forty some years, or I'm sorry, sixty some years. I could be wrong. Now it's kind of ticking me off that I can't find this now. Oh, here it is. The W900 was produced continuously from 1961 to ni- uh, to 2019. So if you do the math on that. That is like just under sixty years. Is that what? What's uh, um, what's one hundred and nineteen minus sixty one? Um, I know it's like right there. Let's see here. Well, one one nine minus sixty one is fifty eight years. That's I was thinking that was just like fifty eight, fifty nine. I didn't want to be off a little, but anyways. So like I said, I'm thinking maybe the T six eighty is going to have a change soon. Well, the W nine hundred's gone uh, almost sixty years, and then they discontinued that, I believe, last year. And I think they have the the nine ninety or something like that out now, which is a nice truck. You don't really have a lot to say on that, do you? So I, I mean, I like trucks, but I'm not like you. Where we're going down the road, and you'll see, we'll be having a conversation. Troy's attention is like a a cat. Well, no. Oh. I see a fur ball and I run for it. it it's like many yeah. things. I mean, he'll be sitting there and we're driving down the road having a conversation about, I don't know, something important. And we're talking and I'm saying, oh, look at that. And it would be, you know, usually a, a Peterbilt or a Kenworth just went past us. And if it's shiny, it's got his attention. So, or if it's bright. So if you have a bright truck, or a shiny truck, Troy's going to pay attention really quick. And I've seen him swerve a little bit just because it got his attention that fast. Yeah. Yeah. So listen to this. It says, Kenworth marked several firsts in in truck production alongside the first truck produced with a standard diesel fuel engine. The company introduced a raised roof sleeper cab. 
So I didn't know KW was the first one to introduce the uh, raised roof sleeper cab. Yeah. And the first heavy duty truck with an aerodynamically optimized body design. That that anteater is they were the first ones to do that. And that's something. Yeah. Um, now here's some of the trucks. I don't know if it includes everything, but here's some of the trucks that they've had over the years, which of course the T sixty T six eighty, the T eight eighty, these are current. The T or the W nine ninety, the T eight hundred. Now medium duty, they actually everything's a T except for the cab overs. So you have the T four seventy, the four forty, the three seventy, the two seventy, and the one seventy. These are class uh, five through class seven uh, medium duty conventional trucks. And then you have your medium duty cab overs. They were called the K two seventy, the K two seventy E, the K three seventy, and the K three seventy. It's pretty cool. And then they've got other other rigs. We used to have a T two thousand, and I mentioned the T seven hundred along the way, but. I'm just wondering again: Is are they due for a a, uh, a a a body style change? These T680s and these Cascadias, these Freightliner Cascadias. Who knows? You know, because if you look at the history of Freightliner, you know, from when we were driving, you had the FLD, and then they went. They had the FLD going for so long. Do you remember the FLD? I do. Yeah, we had one, mm-hmm. and then then they had the Columbia. Remember the Columbia? Mm-hmm. And then and then they. Then as soon as the Columbia, you know, wasn't that popular, I, I mean, for, for whatever reason, they flipped it over to the Cascadia. And so, yeah, I just thought it was uh, an interesting concept. Anybody's got any ideas, write in, especially if you have any inside knowledge of model changes soon. I know that if a driver, if I was a truck driver, right, and I know if I was going to buy a T680 or a Cascadia, but I had insight that in a, a year from now, they're going to be a big body style change. I'd want to wait till the new body style change. And I'd want to wait a year after to make sure they got all the bugs out. It's almost like when you buy a new Chevy or a Honda or whatever, and they, you know, that last model year, and you know, they're switching out. A lot of people want to wait for the new design, right? I mean, you always do. Yeah, I, I, I like the new ones. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so that's just, that's just, a, just something I w- that was on my mind. I see you're not really... Into the truck talk. That's See, that's another reason we need another driver to start calling in. <laughs> when I have truck talk, I need somebody that can relate to me. You know, not not somebody that's just more into the fun stuff in trucking. Come well, on. I mean, I can only... Uh, yeah, make sure you have knowledge. If you're going to join the show, yeah. make sure you have knowledge I just can only trucks. do so much of the... Tr- I mean, I like the shiny stuff, but I only know so much about trucks. I'm mm. a girl. I'm not... You know, I know there's some ladies out there that know a lot about trucks. I mean, sure there is. Kelly lo- knows a lot about trucks. Kelly's pretty knowledgeable. I don't. You know, hmm. that's me. Maybe we should get Kelly to join the show. That would be pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly would be good. That would be cool. You know, you you don't have to be a guy trucker to join the show. No, Kevin and Kelly both. And, know, and 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 we we'll, like the married thing. And we'll be talking to some of you guys and gals over the next month or so. You know, and hopefully we can we can uh, you know. Add somebody to the family. Right. Uh, okay, so moving on here a second, Ruth, and the, uh, oh, gosh, something else I wanted to mention. It's it's uh, it's the end of August. Mm-hmm. In fact, today. It, Actually, today's September 1st, if you want to be true. No, it's not. Yes, it's it the August 31st, ain't no, it? No, today's September 1st. Did I miss August 31st? Yeah, it was yesterday. Where was I at? <laughs> In your own little world. Oh, my God. I really <laughs> thought today was the last. 
Oh, look at the sound. I got to adjust that. Anyway, so, um, okay. Being that it's September, um, my uh, always this time of year I start thinking about winter coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually um, a lot of truck drivers, they'll wait till November, till the snow really starts hitting up north to find a southeast or a southwest regional or a south, you know. Yeah, a, 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 get out of the weather. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame them in a way, but that, some of the things they should, you guys should know. Um, you know, when you, you, first off, when you say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay south. I was talking to a driver the other day. He's I'm in upstate New York. He's like, I just can't take the winter anymore, man. Uh, I'm, I'm moving to Florida, man. He's like, what's the land down there like and everything? I said, dude. You moved to Florida. From upstate New York, Northwest. Yeah, where you're getting paid probably 25 to $30 an hour. Or if you're running regional, you're probably getting 55 to $0.60 cents a mile. Um, and we should mention this is 2020 because when somebody listened to the podcast in 2030, they're like, $0.50 cents a mile? Mm-hmm. I'm getting mm-hmm. $1.50. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, um, when you move to Florida, I can tell you right now, uh, if you... Th- they will define pay cut for you. <laughs> Florida is its own little world. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember, first of all, we have, yes, produce and flowers. But it's seasonal. Exactly. So what comes in doesn't, you know, it, it's just, it doesn't flow well because we're not, we're, we, we don't have, let me put it, we have a melting pot of people down here, and what happens is it's older people a lot of times. We don't have... Older. Right. So a lot of the merchandise, the older people aren't buying because they're older. So it's not like the big cities, and the, not big cities, but like the states that have such a young generations that everything comes swirling around and coming in and going out, and it's rustling and bustling. No, we're scooters and wheelchairs. And golf carts. Yes, and golf carts. Cannot forget those golf carts. Yeah, but so if you're thinking about moving to Florida to get out of the winter, just realize one thing. Your lifestyle is going to change. I've had truck jobs. I remember this one time I was talking to a trucker, and he, he had moved to Daytona, mm-hmm. and, he, and he said, uh, I, I, I need local. I got a family, man. I need to be home, man. My kids need me. I go, okay, you're moving to Florida, right? I said, you're not going to get, I said, what kind of money do you need to make? He goes, well, I need to make such and such amount. I said, dude, you won't even make half that. He goes, yeah, I'll find it. I said, no, you won't. He goes, well, I just bought a $250,000 house in Daytona. He said, I have to. I said, dude, good luck. Unless you're willing to work for one of these companies like Cheney or Cisco, you know what I mean? And, and. And bust your butt. Be willing to hump freight all day. Mm-hmm. Th- those guys make good money in anywhere if if they're. But that's a different type of trucker. Most it trucker. Is. See, there's a difference between a trucker and a guy that does that. Not saying that a guy that does that isn't a trucker. No. I'm just saying that guy is is a t- he's a total different breed. Mm-hmm. He gets up in the morning. He works hard all day long, and at the end of the day, he goes home. He makes a lot of money. But he also does not relax most of the day. Where an over-the-road trucker or a, dri- a driver that's running regional runs, stuff like that, he gets a lot. He's enjoying, 
that's what he does. It's what we. I was one of those guys. I love being out there. You did. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't condemn you for no. for enjoying being out on the road. Yeah. I mean, I see how you are when you are driving in the city in, in your regular pickup truck, and and that's the thing that a lot of drivers that are wanting to do, like you're saying, when you're doing local work, you don't rest. Right. So so, anyways. I keep going around what I was trying to say. My, Sorry. No, not your fault. A couple times. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you plan on coming down here, expect a pay cut, a mm-hmm. big pay cut. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I would tell you is this. It's September 1st, okay? And all the decent, the ones that are better paying, that have openings right now, come November 1st, mid-October, most of those good ones are gone, guys. You know, every year I, I talk to drivers in, in November and they're going, I'm looking for Southeast Regional. Yeah, because you're now seeing, you're now getting loads that are going up to Pennsylvania or Michigan and you're not wanting to go up there. And guess what? It's too late to find that good one. Now, and, and I'm going to tell you something. When you find a, a Southeast Regional job, okay, in November, December, January, February, if you find one open, I can sure guarantee you it's not a great run. No, it's one that, it, that it's open for a reason. It's because... They can't keep someone on it. That's right. It's cheap. And here's the other thing you should know about the Southeast. When you decide, okay, I'm going to just run the Southeast only, think about this. Most Southeast regional jobs are home every weekend, okay? So you leave your house on a Sunday night or a Monday morning. If Let's say, for example, you get a load from Atlanta to Greensboro or Atlanta to Augusta, you know, or something Atlanta to say Nashville or, or, or wherever most drivers don't realize when you get a two to 300 mile run. Okay. Your first night in or your second night in, you're now chasing miles the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. So when you think about regional, the problem with the Southeast and a lot of regional jobs is there's too many cities that are too close to each other. Meaning, a lot of times you're not going to get a load from Atlanta to Miami, a really nice run. I'm not saying you won't get that. I'm just saying most of the, a lot of times during the week, you're going to get a couple little short runs mm-hmm. and you're screwed. And in the Southeast, you're going to get at least 10, 10 plus cents a mile less um, for those, for a driver in the Southeast than you are in the North because of, be, mainly because they can do it. Why Why do you think Florida still has wages of 11, 12 bucks an hour for a local driver? Because we, because they can. Right, because there's a million drivers that will take that job if you don't want it. Well, you gotta, like I said, we're a melting pot. So, you know, if you think about it, the drivers that are tired of up north, where do they go? Down here. So you have all these drivers that, Troy, stop making noises. I know, sorry. You fiddler. So even if we have a driver that is retiring or they're, they just can't do it up north anymore, their body will not allow them to, but they don't want to get out the truck. Well, they're going to come down south where their body can handle a little bit more, but they're going to be taking that lower pay because they'd rather be down here. But then when you have someone that can't because they have all these kids that they still, they're still in that prime, they can't move down here. You ever stop to think about Florida? Like, when you move to Florida for the sunshine, we have saltwater crocs, we have gators, we have boa constrictors, we have pythons, we have 
mosquitoes like crazy. <laughs> love bugs, which are suck. In fact, no September's seals. here. Love bug season is is oh. it's in May and September, guys. So if you're coming to Florida this month, I have no idea how bad or good it's going to be. But every May and September, you have the love bugs. Mm-hmm. You, we have fire ants, sharks. No seams. No seams. No seams. Once no. I remember this, when the first time I moved to Florida, <laughs> I was I, I met these. These old hillbillies and their kid and we I was a kid and we were talking and he's there. Um, yeah, we got no seams because I was scratching them there. Like, Why the hell am I itching? I said, What in the hell's biting me? And he goes, That's a no seam. He goes, They call them no seam because you can't see them. <laughs> My dad just laughed. You can actually, if you really look, you can see them. They're little tiny black gnats but they're really small. Well, I've had people in the north. And you go, really can't see them that well. I've heard people in the north go. That can't be the name. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, seriously, no go, in the, go in the store and look at some of the bug repellents. It'll actually say mos- for mosquitoes and no seams. Yeah, N-O-S-E-E-M. Yeah, no seams. <laughs> but anyway, so we've got all that stuff in Florida. Baking heat and hurricanes. What were you going to say? And we've got blueheads. And what? Blueheads. Oh, the yeah, 80-year-old oh. drivers that will pull out in front of you. And, in fact, the rule in Florida, everybody knows if you're in Florida and you're at a red light, when that red li- when the light turns red, you have to wait at least three seconds because if you don't, you might get broadsided because people just barrel down. The- Florida's yeah. crazy. It is, and that's why if you are a driver wanting to get local work, you have to realize you might be giving up the snow. Right, but what you're getting... It's- is insanity. So for that good weather and that good thing, that that those good, nice, dry roads, um, people don't realize when you live in Florida, you it's what they call the price you pay for living in paradise. Oh, yeah. And then on top of that, you're going to get cheap wages. Yeah. So with all that being said, this 10 minutes of me rattling on, yeah. what I wanted to say is this. It's September 1st. If you're looking to stay southeast or get something local for the winter... You better do it soon, because if you wait till November, you're okay, not going to get it. Well, the the later in the year you get, the more these more the right now drivers are starting to take up those jobs. That's what they do every year, and a lot of drivers run different jobs are seasonal, and nobody cares. So if you know a southeast position right now that's open, and you and you're planning on waiting till December, there's a good chance when you go to apply, you're gonna they're gonna say, yeah, you're gonna have to wait till April. That means you have to drive up in the snow. If you don't want to be personally, I don't care. I drive in the snow with the ice, whatever. Well, here's here's the other thing you have man trucker when you have um, if you're a driver and you're looking to go south to get out of the weather. So are most of Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin and New York. Those are our snowbirds. They come down here Mm -hmm. to get out of it up there. Oh, and I forgot Ohio. So. Because you want to go out of there, and the whole northeast, they all come yeah, down. Yeah, they the winter. come down here in the winter too, because they don't want. They're called snowbirds. They don't want it that weather. So our population triples during that time frame. Doubles. Well, I think it's but, tripling. Well, it, it's insanity. It's getting worse. So they come down here. So not only are you want to leave there, but so are they. So if you don't like to to be around the people in the traffic, you're asking for trouble to come down here and get into that because you are just now putting yourself into that category too also think really twice about it because when a company that when you're done driving the southeast because you are now needing to get a better wage because you just skimped and say you know for the next for that last three or four months 
those companies, they see the pattern. They see every winner you, you seem to magically leave the company you're at and go somewhere else. You got to just watch. That's your license. Be careful with it. But I do want to say I want to congratulate someone. Are we moving on? Yeah, we're moving Let's on. Let's move on. Flat better John Malatier. Malatier. M-A-L-A-Y-T-R. She's congratulating some guy she can't pronounce. Well, I, I am terrible when it comes to pronouncing stuff. I love to read. I can spell darn good. But when it comes to certain names, I do. I, I, tr- I trash them. And it's only because I don't know where you want to stress it. Anyways, he is the winner for the Trucker Talent Search. Wait, what was his talent? He Well, he played guitar and he sang. He's a singer? Yes. Why do singers always... You know what? The singers should not be allowed in talent contests. Because it's like 99% of everybody that wins it is a singer. Well, I, I believe that's what that was for. The the trucker talent search, I believe, is for singing. Oh, it's a singing trucker talent. Yeah, it's for um, it's for overdrive. And, and it's oh, okay. With so, gats, then, so then, so. yeah, then singers should be allowed in that. Yeah, one. I'm pretty if sure they are. If it's a singing contest. But I wanted to, uh, I wanted to uh, congratulate him, but I wanted to also say thank you to all of them that did participate because it, you're getting out of your normal realm and you're, you're stepping out and you're, you're trying to, to make yourself known. And hey, you did more than what some of the other drivers did because you went and submitted yourself. So what was this guy's name? It's uh, John Malater. I wonder, what's our, our, our guy's name that we... Mikey. Mikey what? Sheffield. Sheffield. Mikey. Mike Sheffield. And he's got some really nice, really cool trucking songs out there. I wonder if he was in the contest. I know he did submit for the... We got to go back up there with Mike. Yeah. I know he did submit. Um, he sent me... I know he was on it. I don't know how far into it he got... But I do know he was submitted into it. And he does do quite a few different songs. Um, but this one here, he, he this John, he sang a song that he made. It's called Take Me Back to Tennessee. Hmm. But um, you can go on to Overdrive. Send me the link. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, Overdrive Online, you can go and you can actually see it as part of the YouTube like they did. You know, they showed him. Mm-hmm. So he played it for him in his truck. And then there was two other finalists, Paul Colors and Freddie French, that were also. So those were the other two finalists that has made it that far. Okay, moving on. Moving on, Troy. So the I want to talk about something serious for a second. And it, it, it was an, uh, an article that came out of our friends over there at CDL Life this week. And it's, it's happening again is um, overpass rocks being thrown and and things being thrown down at not only tractor trailers there's been cars i I think some guy wrote in um that in uh, jacksonville four cars have been attacked in the last week um to be honest with you when i drive on the interstate i don't even look up at those bridges i really don't most people probably don't um now here's what it says it says a truck driver issued a warning uh to the to the community uh, after he said several drivers were attacked with objects thrown from overpasses. You hearing me? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just, I get so angry at it. Okay, so the truck driver's name was Andrew Meeks. Um, he, he went out and put a warning on Facebook on traveling on I-20 in Mississippi. This, was, this, was, this happened in Mississippi. Um, rocks and objects were thrown uh, from an overpass at trucks. Um, it said, my wife, Brandy Meeks, and I along with three other drivers, were attacked uh, on I-20 westbound in Mississippi, just east of uh, Tumsuba, Tumsuba, T-O-O-M-S-U-B-A, mile marker 169, large objects and rocks 
were thrown off uh, at big rigs. Uh, it said it sounded like a cannonball. Anyway, so uh, you can look the entire article up on CDL Life and uh, and and see what's going on over there. But here's and we actually posted the CDL Life uh, uh, article on Talk CDL today for drivers to to go ahead and and uh, read about it. Now I know a lot of people are, are saying, yeah, let's kick their asses, let's do this. Let's, but here's really the bottom line: when it, who I'd really like to talk to, Ruth Ann. Or, and, and my guess is it's young people. It sounds like a young people, you know, a young hoodlum type of thing. Like my, when I was a kid, I might have done, I don't know that I would do that, um, but we did stupid stuff. When, and you're thinking it's funny. Um, and it reminds me of in Illinois, if you want to look it up, you can look it up. They'll show pictures. There was three youths, I think two teenagers and one that was like 19 or 20. And they were throwing rocks off of... Uh, the overpass in Illinois. This was a few years ago. And I think one guy was killed. Oh, I remember that. And these kids, uh, these kids, and I actually seen the, um, what's it when they arraign, the arraignment, I guess, in the court. I actually seen it. And when they had these kids in chains, their ankles and their wrists, and the three of them were sitting in a row in the pew well, the um, the judge or someone was reading the charges, okay? They looked like there was probably poop in their pants. Well, I mean, they don't think of the consequences. That's the biggest thing. Right. Today's generation never thinks of the consequences because they've always gotten such so many slaps on the wrist. Well, I don't think it's not even... That part there, I won't say it's just today's generation. When I was a young kid, I didn't... We were bulletproof. We didn't think we'd get caught. We And everything we did was for a joke. You know, everything is funny. Oh, we're foolish. We're laughing. We're doing... And then... But then when you take it too far, there's... It's, it's one thing to play a joke on somebody, but when you do something that can actually harm or kill somebody... It's not a joke then. No, and, and you, you, end up, you can end up in literal prison. Yeah, well, I think, you should. I think that one, one or two of them still are in jail. Well, here's the thing. A joke is something that makes people laugh. Ha, 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 ha. It should make everybody laugh. Not the person that's getting... You know, that's why they're... That's why not people, just a pranker. No, that's why they're called bullies. Because a person, a pranker that wants to just make someone, you know, wants to do a joke and it's mainly to make themselves laugh, mm-hmm. that's a bully. Yeah. Because all you're doing is trying to make yourself laugh by at someone else's expense. Yeah, and, and there's no doubt. And, and for... Just imagine if you can... I always tell people, be prudent. Be, have regard for the future. That's what that means. And if you can just... Think about, okay, if we do this, we're going to be high-fiving and laughing because, because that rock went right through that windshield. I believe um, uh, there's a video out where um, a rock flies through a window and kills a passenger, okay, um, years ago that came off of a vehicle. Just yeah, there was one that was real big. There was a couple of them off of a big truck. There was one that rolled right. off and killed the person because it took, you know, yeah. Right, so I don't. I don't think that they quite understand, you know, maybe I I think a lot of them actually think, well, it'll smash the windshield, they'll swerve and they'll stop and be cursing. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember back when we were kids, you, you went knickknacking, they called it knickknacking and we were, we called it bombing. You get candy corn, the corn, the Indian corn and throw it at the doors. You throw corn at their house or your toilet paper, their bushes. Well, we started throwing eggs. And then when you start, when, when you're throwing eggs, well, actually I wasn't in the egg throwers. But I knew guys that were throwing eggs at houses. And then, they re- then, and I didn't even know this, but back then, then you realize eggs actually stain. 
And so now you take a homeowner that has stains all over his house, all because you wanted to laugh. Mm-hmm. It's you know. So you got to kind of think of, all right, if I throw this rock and it goes and it hits that tractor trailer, you got to realize sometimes those rocks are like bullets; they go right through. Well, they don't use they don't use their 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 mind of thinking. Okay. Speed versus distance versus height and how fast it will go through there. Yes, it's gonna it, it's gonna hurt some. But here's the thing: even even if it doesn't kill the person driving, what if it's a person that swerves? So the actual intended target might not have gotten injured by that rock hitting them, but what they did is when it hit the windshield and it spidered and they swerved. They could have inadvertently swerved into an oncoming vehicle or another vehicle. And then that person themselves, it just created a chain of, of an accident. And then people did get killed. How would they feel if there was a baby or a small child in that vehicle and the rock hit into there and it went through and killed that infant or that child? Well, I, I think some of the kids don't really have remorse. But here's what I would tell you. Most, most kids, when they get caught and they're crying, it's because they got caught. Right. Not because they actually have remorse for the person they hurt or killed. But here's, here's what I'll, I'll end this part of it with this. Just think about rock throwing. You can be prosecuted on the level of a murderer. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know most of those kids that are just clowning around wanting to get a big laugh. I know that they're not wanting to be prosecuted as a murderer. Just look up the three young young guys that got caught that I believe the guy did die in Illinois. Look at their faces when they're being arraigned and they have their orange jumpsuits on and they know they're going to be, they ain't going, they ain't coming home to mommy and daddy for a long, long time. And if they could go back that night and change it in a heartbeat, these kids would do that, but they weren't thinking. So that's all I'm saying for any of you youths out there. Think about one thing, throwing rocks off an overpass can result in you being charged with murder. It's the same concept of, of, well, let's put it this way. If you talk to a psychiatrist or a sociologist. I've never talked to a psychiatrist. So, so I, I'm trying to think couch. which one it is. Is it a psychologist, sociologist? I've never laid on a couch and told my problems. No, because you wouldn't admit any of them. Here's, <laughs> the th- <laughs> Here's the thing. Anybody that does those kind of things, there's supposedly, it's the same concept of if a, if a person likes to hurt little animals, it, it escalates. So if the person's deciding to throw rocks and doing damage just to get the thrill, it's going to escalate. You have the little people that like to set little fires. Mm-hmm. Okay. Little fire bugs are setting fires to this little stuff here, here, and here. The next thing you know, there are arsonists that are setting fire to mm-hmm. buildings and so forth. It escalates. So if you have a kid that has an issue that he likes to create damage and do little things mm-hmm. to get a thrill when they're younger, yeah, I would be more concerned what they're going to want to do when they get older. Not to mention the fact that some truckers might stick their boot up your ass if they catch you. One, one, one guy wrote on the blog, he said, hey, do a flip and go up off the ramp and confront them. These guys are going to run anyways. And that's exactly what they would do. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, man, I've seen a video. I've seen a recent video where a trucker, uh, where a, a guy was being a real jackass and cutting truckers off and then br- brake checking. Mm-hmm. I've seen a video where another trucker Which went. Which is common. Well, I seen a video where a trucker went around him and then they blocked this guy off and stopped him on the interstate, had him and, and they went after him to kick his ass. So those that that's that's drivers that had CBs that were uh, able to work and 
and work together and exactly the jerk. No, it was. I'm telling you. And so, believe me, truck drivers are. I believe truckers are sticking together more and more these days. You see it on Facebook and on the on social media where drivers are really starting to stick up for each other. I'm hoping that the brotherhood of trucking is coming back. More and more CBs are being used, and uh, I, I I appreciate when I see all that. Anyways, let's move on from that. I hope hopefully you guys will really like I said. Start being a little bit more visual when you see, especially if you see somebody up on an overpass, just get ready because you ain't ducking a rock coming through the windshield. Ruthann, do you have the word of the day? What do you got for us today? You got I anything? I am turning my computer. I do. What of do you course. And, and of course. Every day I and, get my and, word of the day from wordgenius.com. Wordgenius.com. Mm-hmm. I like them. You like them. I do. Well, I do. what's the word of the day? Fane. Fane. F A N E or F A I N? F A I N. F A N. Fane. I'm going to play it again. F is in Frank. F A I N. Fane. 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 Okay. What does it mean? Pleased or willing under the circumstances. Compelled by the circumstances. Obliged. So the sentence I was fain to continue with the online book club. He was fain to answer the questions or risk a failing grade. Really? Mm-hmm. Fain? Fain. Wow. I'm fain to stay married to you. I'm kidding. Mm. <laughs> so, drivers, you can use that word. Yeah. When you're talking to your dispatcher, totally throw them for a loop when they say, hey, driver, you want to go to this place? And yeah. you go, yeah, I, I fain I will. Or I, I, I guess I'm fain. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm fain. So they're going to have to, yeah. they're going to look at you or like think that you're like odd, but all you can say is, it's the word of the day on Talk CDL. Hey, also, uh, we're, we're going to start mentioning the um, uh, IFTA, Trucker Rodeo. I like We IFTA. just interviewed the president of IFTA, and uh, we, ju- we just interviewed the president of IFTA, and uh, we were talking about the um, truck driver rodeo that's in Epcot. It's Epcot, right? They use the parking lot at Epcot. Yes. They're, it, it's October... Yeah, of 21 now. They, yeah. They're not, obviously, for coronavirus reasons, they're not having that uh, IFTA is not having their trucker rodeo this year. No. But they're can't. planning on October of 2021... And uh, ToxCDL has been invited there to film, interview, do all our thing that day. And so um, if you guys are going to be in Florida, and, and look, it's it's a year away, but start looking at it. We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, if, if Louisville is going to happen this year, we're going to try to go to that. Um, I think everybody's starved to get back to the shows and do things together. So, uh, you know, I think if you're not a member of the uh, IFTA carriers, you still can come and uh, watch the rodeo and have dinner and all that other good stuff there at it's, the uh, show. And it's um, Thursday, October 14th through Saturday, October 16th. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the 14th, 15th, and 16th of 2021. Mark your calendars now so that you can even take maybe some vacation time or whatever to try and get down there for that that event. Mm-hmm. And because um, they have the, the rodeo, so they have other events that you can do. Yep, and we have, uh, and, and thank you everybody that's been writing to the show. We have people write us 
you know, through the Facebook page and uh, other social medias like LinkedIn and that. And we have uh, a bunch of interviews that are coming up and uh, some really interesting interviews. And, and if anybody out there that is is uh, wanting to come on to talk CDL and, and, and talk about, um, you know, anything uh, to do with your life at, that ties into trucking also, you're absolutely invited to join us for a show. Yes. And we're actually going to be on a show. Oh, that's right. We're actually, mm-hmm. we got invited to be on a show. What's it called? I, 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 I'm not trying to insult that show, but, and they're actually supposed to be pretty big, that show. It's Credit Suite. Credit Suite. And we're going to, we're going to turn that into a trucking podcast that day. <laughs> what it is, is it's not as much with dealing with trucking, but because they seen us and they've been listening to us. They would like us to come on their podcast. So once yeah. it gets closer, it's gonna we're gonna have our interview um, next week. So once we have our interview, um, I'll go ahead and find out when it's gonna be on theirs, and we'll share share the link so that you drivers can go over and listen to us on their interview. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. So and other than that, I think uh, that really makes this a wrap, Ruth Ann. What do you think? Are we out of here? Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.